Hi everyone and welcome to Take 10 for Torah number 778. I hope you all are well. Any questions, comments, suggestions, recommendations, or sponsorships, please email me at rabbiismach at take10fortorah.org. In addition, now that we are back to our new season, hopefully to go throughout the year, uh, if there's somebody who you think might benefit from Take 10 for Torah, please send them the link. Have them subscribe, and hopefully we all get rewarded for the Torah that we all study together. Today's 10 is sponsored by the Lewis family in memory of Fred Lewis, family Yitzchak, Ben Naftali David may his neshama have an aliyah. Okay, so today I wanted to discuss something that comes up in this week's parsha, which is, or at least is about the mitigation of risk, something which is, I think, on a lot of people's minds these days, and I guess it's on mine as well, and so these psukim really, really um, jumped up at me. Pasuk says, If you build a new home and you make a ma'akeh, or one should make a makkah. A makkah is just a fence. And so imagine you have a flat roof or you have a flat, uh, I don't know, porch. You have something which is a danger of somebody falling off. So you have to build a fence on that thing. And you should not have blood in your home, meaning the risk of someone getting hurt, damaged, bloody, when a person might fall from that thing. So you have the platform, you have to build a fence around it. And so the rules basically are that if you have a uh, a space, which is four amos by four amos, and the reason it's four amos by four amos, which is about six to eight by six to eight feet, okay, so that's about, you know, I don't know, 36 feet square on top. So that requires a maka that requires you to put up a fence. It's interesting that if it is dangerous, that something smaller does not require a fence. And the reason for that is quite simply because things that are smaller, there's an assumption of risk. Meaning, we don't make you build a fence on a tree um, because you will understand that a tree is dangerous and a tree, if you're going to climb up, is something which is precarious and so be very careful. It's a place where you might assume it's, it's a regular housing situation because it's a regular housing situation. I might, uh, I might be, I don't know, careless and absent-minded and step right off. It has to be of a certain height, tentfachim, to be a problem. Uh, uh, more than that, it's considered to be a fall, which is dangerous. Tentfachim is about, let's say, uh, 36 to 40 inches. And the wall itself that you build also needs to be that dimension of tentfachim to protect people. This is actually a pretty common occurrence where people have, uh, let's say, some sort of knee wall, which I think might be what it's called, a knee wall which covers a space, but the knee wall itself does not actually equal the tent fachim. So as we're going to see in a moment, it pays to look around, to investigate, to wonder about this. So let's let's see what Chazal have to say. Pasa, the, the Sifri says that as a matter of fact, in this Pasuk there is a mitzvah asay, a positive commandment, and a negative commandment. It says, Make the fence, that's the mitzvah asay. Don't have any blood in your home, meaning don't be responsible for any such damage. That's the mitzvah's lo saseh. Okay, so the Sefer Charedim says, interestingly, he says, He says, this is the type of mitzvah that I could be performing every day. And I could look around at all the hazards that I might have in my home. This is a mitzvah a person can do every single day. You know, it's a mitzvah you may not have known about, 20, uh, I don't know, seven minutes ago. But it's a mitzvah that now that you know about, you could be scanning for such hazards throughout your day and fulfill a mitzvah. Okay, more, there's, Medrash um, Tanchuma says that this issue is surrounded by the mitzvah of Shiluach HaKan, it's a mitzvah uh, sending away the, the mother so that you can take the eggs, uh, it's surrounded by the mitzvah of Kalayim, 
that a person is not supposed to mix different species together when farming. So the Tanchuma says something interesting. It says, Shalech Tashalach, after it refers to sending away the mother of the Mitzvah of Shiluach HaKan, Achare Maksiv, what does it say? Ki Sivne Bayez Chadash, you'll build a new home and you'll have to put a fence up. If you do, you will benefit, you will have the merit to now go and build a home, hopefully, and put up a fence. And what comes next? You can't plant in your field. Not only will you have a house, you will have a karam, a vineyard as well, in which to follow the laws. And so, there's, this is part of the reward of doing that mitzvah correctly are the subsequent two mitzvahs of how to deal with your home properly and its hazards and how to make sure you avoid the issues relating to kilayim. Okay, Kliyakar says, what does the maka have to do with the vineyard? He says, well, actually wine and the vineyard has a lot to do with the maka and the hazard because wine is a hazard. So he says, the only time you can start putting up grapes and creating a vineyard, he says, that's only after you have all of your maka, your, your, your fences built in. Because otherwise, to plant wine and to have to deal with wine without having to deal with your hazards, uh, you might have people falling off all sorts of platforms in your home. It's interesting that this law, unlike mezuzah, where mezuzah is a law that applies to your home when you move in, this maka, according to most, is a law that applies immediately, as soon as the home is built. You cannot retain a home, even if you're not living there yet, with these hazards in it. Now, the um, the Rambam says, There are 24 things for which we will excommunicate a person. And of those things, you think that there are egregious, grievous sins. He says, no, one of them is, Somebody who has something which is a hazard. Now, he's not only talking about platforms without fences. He's also talking about kelavra. A, a bad dog who, I don't know, goes and bites people, or sulam ru'ua, or a ladder that's broken, something which is hazardous of a of another type. That's also going to be something which is problematic, and that requires excommunication. Uh, excommunication, probably because, you know, you're not such a good person if you keep those things around, but maybe also pragmatically, because if you excommunicate uh, that person, people won't be hanging out in your house and won't have to worry about the hazards that you have. The Chai Adam speaks about this issue at length. The Chai Adam says... Um, he says, I think this is one of the most serious of mitzvahs. He goes on to say, if you look in our Rizal, you'll find the same. He says, a person who is mevatel mitzvah a person who does not do this mitzvah. It's as if you're returning the world to its state of of of, of nothingness. It's, it's a state of atrophy that you're headed towards because damages and, and, and people won't be safe and people will get hurt, people will be damaged. He says, because all will fall off, right? There, there will be no more containment. He says, in, in addition to that, not only is there a mitzvah, right? You can't uh, have blood, you can't cause there to be damage in your home. But there's also the mitzvah, which he expands to mean it's kolelas kol hamechsholem. It includes all possible hazards to avoid all of them. Kemoshakasava Rambam, as the Rambam says, 
anything, any danger that has inherent to it, a danger to life, you have to be very, very careful. And he quotes a Pasuk earlier in Sefer Devarim. And if you don't, if you don't get rid of this stuff, you have... Uh, you have been mevatel, you have avoided a mitzvah saseh. Now here's the interesting theological issue that we're not going to get into, but it's something which the Bishon will spend a lot of time here. You know, if somebody gets damaged, and they believe in Hashkach HaPratis, that God runs the world, and everybody gets damaged, is supposed to get damaged, so then what liability does the person who does the damage, or definitely who doesn't have the fence that ultimately causes the damage, have. If the thing is supposed to happen, then how can it be that the person who has done it will have it pinned on him? So this is something which all the Rishonim discuss and answer in their own way, but undeniably, undeniably, we understand that there is responsibility on the part of the person with the hazard to make sure that they have checked off all of their boxes. Yes, there is the God element, but there is also the you element. You should not be that emissary for other people's damage. Okay, so that's an important thing. And the, the Chaya Adam goes so far as to say that a person is mevatalist mitzvah, who's not careful about hazards. And this is something which, you know, I think could be probably likely considered these days. And trying to figure out exactly how it might be complex. But okay, he says, Ain nishma'as. His tefillah will not be listened to. It's a very important thing to be careful for others as well. The Elu, and he says, those who do not make a maka, he says, If you don't have that fence and you have that hazard there, you are transgressing day and night. On Shabbos and Yom Tov. Yom Kippur, you're sitting and you're beating your breast and you're saying, In that moment, you are ketovlim visheretz biyadam. You are as if you are being tovel, you are jumping into the mikvah while you have a, a impurifying animal in your hand. That same time when they're doing that vidui and they're bringing their breasts, if they do not have that hazard dealt with, that's a big problem. So it's a mitzvah say that we have to be constantly scanning for. A mitzvah losah say that we should be avoiding people having to uh, undergo or, or, or experience damage in our home, those two mitzvahs are important and constant. Have a great day.